0: our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognar the Young, the young Grognar, kicking it to the life of the, po- the... You know, I tried it. I tried to go real fast. I, I stubbed my toe, my my tongue toe, that is. The big toe of my tongue. But anyway, you're here with the uh, Beggas of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure, the kings, and the quest... As Scabellum, our heroes are riding on a big old boat, hanging out in the Wawa. Does anybody remember what the name of the boat is? Waverith. That's right. Good job, everybody. But um, <laughs> Waverith is also known as Wawa for short. <laughs> but, oh no, it's Canon. But our party met the interesting crew of the vessel, uh, having endured some very strange interactions and a very explosive game for what it's worth. No, no combat, but quite a lot happened, uh, including Norhill having a tummy ache. Very important stuff. Um, but yeah, I suppose Norhill overheard some interesting things below deck. Uh, Klika, uh, I don't know. Klika didn't really do much, right? Yeah you're muted
3: yeah i said who's clica
0: oh okay (laughs) well you know it's even better when you're muted Mm. so we get to wonder the question ourselves but uh yeah no jarzak did some sweet gymnastics and uh some some work on the uh on the ropes and on the sail and everybody saw a strange jackal fox or at least some people did clica happened to see a very fancy label on the axe and anton uh I guess what you learned about the peoples of the uh of uh askebellum and found some interesting news about the avians finding that uh maybe just maybe there's a little religious tension some some cultural issues
4: yeah it Anton, sounds An- a little bit worried but he hopes kindness when them through
0: it always seems to work for the locals uh so at this point um yeah, our party where uh, Jarzak was fishing off the back of the boat, captain was yelling, first mate was yelling, even our friend Hiren came over yelling too. Went to save you guys from the giant zombie great white shark that snarfed up the zombie fish. And uh, as she helped pull you guys back with the line, uh, Hiren's pendant came fuddling out of her uh, shirt and kind of dangled in Klikka's face as she was also trying to help Jarzak. Um Yeah, and that pendant revealing her somewhat involvement with the uh, Tome Guard. And so I guess in media res, the captain from the other side of the deck is still yelling at you guys and is shouting as he comes marching over to where you guys are posted up here. And he, uh, yeah, I guess he's just stomping over this way. And you can see that Hyrum is feverishly trying to stuff the pendant away inside of her, uh, inside of her shirt. Uh, so what would you guys like to do? Because I know at this point, Anton's kind of in the middle of the deck, Norhill's below deck, and Jarzik and Klika are both in the back here. So what would you two like to do as the captain seems to be marching over this way, hooting and kind of swinging his fist in the air?
3: Can I give the help action to Hirin to uh, so that she can hide her pendant successfully? Sure.
0: And so with that, it seems to slip away into the, uh, into her, uh, her shirt with very little notice, very little movement or anything like that. Um, at this point, the captain has kind of like come over to this, uh, this position on the deck and he starts moving closer and closer to both Jarzak and Klikka and Hiron. And he points one stubby finger in at you guys. And for the first time since meeting him, He seems to have an emotion on his face different than just judgment as he looks to be like very, very upset, clearly. And so he leans in and he says, if you want to die, do it on your own time. But don't take us down with you. Keep your stupid fishing pole on this deck. And if I see you fishing in these waters one more time, I'll throw you in as bait. How far away am I from the
4: from the shark if it's still around.
0: Oh, no, it's back underwater. It's not. Would you stop trying to turn the fish?
4: I wanted to turn it.
0: Just runs over the deck, drops the holy (laughs) symbol. Oh, just,
4: oh.
0: Things What could be worse than a giant great white zombie shark? Like, two
4: giant zombie great white sharks. Okay, (laughs) then I guess Anton's a little bit more concerned that there's an undead fish in the water. He kind of looks at the captain says, um, he kind of points the word direction. He's like, is that normal?
0: And so that a couple of the crewmates seem to laugh amongst themselves. And oh of all people kind of walks over and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, it's a little bit more normal than you might think. And with that, the captain turns after letting a gruff hand off of Jarzak's shoulder at this point and starts walking back towards Anton, sort of turning to all of the people on this boat who apparently have never been out in these waters. And he says, yes, these waters are plagued with this sort of stuff, okay? The undead fish are tainted. We're just too close to the island. And frankly, the sooner we can get away from here, the better. It's just, it's the quickest route to get through it. I'm not proud of the fact we have to go through, but I warn you, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better.
4: C- can I do some kind of knowledge check on this supposed island?
0: Um, yeah. I suppose so. It's definitely going to be difficult for you to know about this place. Okay. Um, I guess you could roll either a history or nature.
4: Uh, I'll go for history. 16?
0: Yeah, no. You're not really aware of this island. I think you got a 21. So I guess at some point in time, somebody's made reference to a place called the Island of Bonebreak. And from what you know of it, it's a cursed island that's riddled with the undead, cursed by a ship captain who had both of his legs broken by his crew and tossed overboard with his chest full of loot. Apparently, with two broken legs and a giant chest full of loot, some say he swam all the way to a shore, landed on the island, and died a an avaricious, greedy little death hanging out in a, a rocky cluster. And apparently the spirit of his revenant body seems to have tainted many of the fish and all things that ever come close to the island itself. But that's just what the folks say.
2: I got a 15 on nature. Do I get anything else? No. Nah. No? Okay. It just doesn't make
3: sense to Clique, uh because why would you throw the treasure overboard with the captain? You
0: well, know, it seems like the the uh, connotation to that was that they would tie him to it and have him sink with the inability to swim with his two broken legs, giving him a very fitting, painful death as he uh, died with his loot at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. One may kind of one kept, might like... argue that the uh, captain probably had committed sins good enough that killing him with a pile of gold was worth it. You know what I'm saying?
3: They could have just put rocks in the chest.
4: And uh, looks toward the captain. He's like, <laughs> how far are we from this Maybe island? Maybe
3: they did. What?
4: How far are we from this island?
0: And so with that, as he starts to walk back to his post, he stops and turns his head over his shoulder, not giving you full eye contact, and he says, we'll be passing by it about nightfall.
4: And just gives a nod.
0: And with that, A couple of the crew just kind of murmur to themselves and some shake their heads derisively as if kind of smirking to themselves about a bunch of landlubbers who seem to be a little like, ooh, spooky island," But with that Captain goes back to his post and you can see the first mate kind of giving a sympathetic look to Anton, who seems to be a fish out of water in this scenario, not knowing much about what's going on here and, you know, seeing Jarzak and Klika also having kind of suffered that without having known, you know what I mean? So with that, uh, I guess Hiron kind of looks down at Klika, who helped scuffle the thing back into her shirt. And once the coast is clear and people start going back to their business she leans in and
2: she says, Did you see it?
3: Um, your pendant, yeah. Klika saw,
0: and so with that, she kind of just like looks to you with a very piercing look she never had before, and she says, What does it mean to you?
3: Oh, um, the Tomal Guard are the people who rescued Clica and her friend. Works for them, so Klika likes the Tome Guard.
0: With that she kind of takes a need to get a better view of Klika's face here, and she leans in a little bit and she says, "I can't explain anything in great detail, but we are all in great danger on this ship. I need to help you, and you need to believe me."
4: Uh, okay,
3: Klika can do that.
0: She starts brushing imaginary dust off your shoulder and seems to kind of stand herself back up. She looks at both you and Jarzak and kind of gives like a quick nod. She says, well, I guess that'll be a lesson to both of you about fishing on the back of the boat over here in these islands. Well, goodbye
3: now.
2: And she just I'm kind of walks Scared away. of
3: no sharks. <laughs> Jarzak casts the line again. <laughs> like, is like trying to find the dust she brushed off her shoulder terrified at the thought that her shoulder was dusty
0: <laughs> um, that's how they know she's bullshit and they're like, Klica would never be dirty Like, <clears throat> <laughs> but um, with that, uh, a few of the crew members after hearing all the hubbub go back down below deck and Norhill being in his wonderful horizontal <laughs> position here gets to hear much of what happens next one of the guys comes scuttling down extra quickly and he speaks in an accent that seems very different from anybody else on the deck. And he kind of whispers into the rest of them. He says, I saw it. I saw the pendant. She is affiliated. She's the one. And then with that, one of the other guys at the table who's been playing cards this whole time and may have been the one who initially spoke about, you know, a lady on deck who needs a good quiet. And he says, she would be so bold as to come here by herself. Undercover, no less. But still. What a fool. <laughs> she must think that they have some sort of strength amongst them. Very well. She'll die we like the rest. And then the guy with the whispering voice says, But what of the others? You know what we have to do tonight. We will be ready. And they'll kind of start to smirk and joke amongst themselves afterwards, going back to their card game. So in the hours that follow, the sun begins to set. And it seems like nightfall approaches rather quickly and gently, apparently from the north or the south side. I don't even know where the sun's setting anymore. It's, it's spinning around this globe. And you guys have found your way.
4: It's going yeah. a zigzag.
0: <laughs> it's like that that moment when you right click in a game and you can, like, alter the camera angle, but you just, like, whip your mouse back and forth so it just spirals around the ship. Like, that's what's happening right now, okay? <laughs>
3: you guys are just on the pole. You're just... <laughs> Dude, I just, I, I feel like <laughs> you could have just not said anything, and we all would have forgot that you told us the sun rises in the west. But I mean, you, you brought attention canon. to it again, and here it's we are. Canon. So as the boat spins rapidly <laughs> left to right in
0: ridiculous movements. <laughs> Uh, Norhill gets impossibly sick to the point he becomes immune to sickness and becomes the only healthy one on deck. (laughs) He's so perfectly still, like a stone. (laughs) He's reached pure bliss. everyone
3: else is doing the Turkish twist and standing up on the walls and stuff. Flying off the boat. The
0: sharks don't know what to do. (laughs) Out of sheer respect, they leave the boat alone.
3: Those guys got to figure that out on their own. You know? <laughs>
4: They're
3: like, oh, that's a curse of a different island. You're going to get out of here, boys. <laughs> I might be an undead killing machine, but, you know, even I can see when people are working through something.
1: Well, uh, with his newfound immunity <laughs> to sickness, Norhill would like to drag himself out of bed and try to find the captain.
0: Ooh, that's going to be a con saving throw. An oracle just starts vomiting. This projectile vomiting. Uh, he like the turns whole his, way. Just, like uh, quarter that's be, turns. Uh, his...
1: Nice high nine.
0: Very good. So he quarter turns his torso and just upchucks some phlegm on the ground and and turns himself back over. Would you like to attempt to crawl out of the bed? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so Norhill, uh, bolstered with confidence by his puke, forces himself out of the bed, lands and falls just short of a face plant in his own pie there, and just lands on the ground and begins to scuttle that way. Noticing you moving around, uh, the individuals at the card table seem to kind of whisper amongst themselves, and one of them giggles a little bit, and... Uh, you sense a few footsteps approaching as like five or so people come walking over to the side of the deck. And one of them you hear sorts of like uncork some sort of a bottle. And as they come walking up behind you, as they're kind of army crawling their way over to the stairs to get up on the deck. uh, Can you give me another con saving throw?
1: I'd certainly try. Ooh boy. Um, Now not rolling high tonight. That's going to be a 15.
0: I'll give you the advantage too against uh, poisons. Not that it's a poison.
1: Uh, well, on advantage that's going to be a twenty-six,
2: and with so a natural
1: twenty on the die.
0: Very good. One of them seemed to approach behind you and put an old salty rag with a very strange smelling odor in it up to your face. And he seems to hold it very tightly against both your nose and your mouth. But thanks to your voluptuous, voluminous beard, it's hard <laughs> to make a full contact. And breathing sideways with your little dwarf lips, you manage to uh, stave off what seems to be a really disorienting smell. And you hear a couple of them sort of whisper under their breath and they say, hey, let's get him." And at this point, uh, a large beatdown of feet seemed to start to, I don't know. Take you, I guess. We can roll initiative real quick.
1: Five.
3: King of the dwarves, everybody. (laughs) I got a four, so...
0: Apparently, these guys are a little drunk and not expecting dwarf beard logic.
1: All right. uh, So, the guy who tried to just uh, chloroform me, can I punch him in the face?
0: Well, you're prone right now, so it might be a little difficult, so you can roll with disadvantage. As you kind of turn over and right next to your old sick pile here in your little sea-traveling outfit, uh, you look back and see that there's a crew of about six or seven guys standing over you, armed with clubs and angry-looking boots.
1: Yes, yeah, so I yep. never remember how unarmed combat works. Am I proficient in it or not?
0: I'll give it to you. I just believe the damage is just a D three plus strength mod. Why are we oh,
4: there? Right. Is this happening at the same time. Uh,
0: so let's see.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got an eleven to hit.
0: Okay, uh, that's not good enough. As the guy kind of steps back a little bit as you swing, sort of stumbly, so poisoned by the uh, seasickness. Ronnie, why are you making so many faces?
4: Like, why aren't we there?
0: There, oh, he's I'm below sorry. deck, he's been in he's been in his cabin with the rest of those guys at the table.
4: I'm just wondering why we never came down. That's kind of rude. Sorry, Norho. Be-
0: because you guys are all above deck. Klika stayed down there for a while and then she got up because she was bored and saw Darzak was doing tricks. You've been up there smelling like pizza dough and looking at the sun. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, Ronnie. I'm
1: cooking. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so Mm, uh, at the cake. end of his round, <laughs> Norhill is going to yell out as loud as he possibly can in his state: "A shout mutiny! Somebody help!" <laughs> oh boy, you better hope. So, what's your unarmed,
0: uh, ar- unarmored armor class?
1: Uh, my unarmored armor class. So that's just uh, ten plus your dex. Yep. Ten.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> So with that, uh, did you want to try to shuffle away crawling?
1: Yeah, I imagine. Can't you only crawl five feet per round, though?
0: Is that the case? I just assumed Uh, it uh, quarter speed. That might
1: be a rule that I pulled out of 3.5.
0: I could have sworn even 3.5 was quarter speed. I'll give you a quarter of your movement speed. So five feet
1: yeah it's, that would be the minimum
0: I'll give you the six so you manage to crawl over towards like <laughs> the bottom of the stairs that lead up to the to the deck platform the landing there and all of the dudes just begin to stomp and kick and swing at you relentless trying to knock you out
1: um, they have advantage because I'm prone
0: they sure do uh, so that's one hit
2: uh, that's Anthony, a second you, you stop reminding him
0: that's a third that's a four <laughs> they just kill him that's a fifth that's a sixth and that's all seven men begin to just stomp north into the ground but I, I mean they're also fighting unarmed too so it's you know it's not it's not terrible uh in total they deal 25 points of damage jesus How's Norhill looking? Uh, well, let's
1: see. <laughs> uh, hold on. Not quite bloodied, but almost.
0: Okay. So at this point, could I get a perception check from the rest of you guys?
2: Is this for a hearing based perception check? Yes. <laughs> Why? Thank you. Uh, just in case anyone has something special before, it yeah. uh, <laughs> Usually that's just a druid thing.
4: Oh wait, y'all need help? Well, that would that would that be that wouldn't make any sense. No, I can't. Four. Guess.
0: No. So four eighteen, and what a jar does that get? Fourteen. Okay, so both Anton and Jarzak apparently are the only ones without potatoes in their ears. I literally rolled for the rest of the crew up deck. I got a four, <laughs> five, a seven, and a six. And I'm like, I just, how did this happen? That the whole crew is just like, what is up with this boat spinning in place anyway? <laughs> I Meanwhile, well, these two are like, eh, I seen a zombie shark. I seen it all. So you guys can hear somebody yelling about mutiny below deck, and the accent sounds kind of like Sean Connery, but probably it's
2: Norhill. Hard to tell, but it sounds like it's in the crew cabin.
3: Well-known folk legend Sean must, Connery yeah, must,
2: must be filming a movie down there. We better not disturb.
4: <laughs> 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 All right, Anton's just gonna say he's just gonna yell out no Hell, and then run towards. Yeah,
2: the Jarzak's just gonna book
0: it. Okay. And so as this uh, happens, I mean, Norhill, you can see that the crew begin to kind of like weapon up and get ready and begin to pull false boards off the walls in this deck and seem to pull things out of false topped like barrels and whatnot. And it looks like this whole crew were very much so ready for something quick to happen. But it just it's kind of scary how quickly they all seem to take up positions. Uh, You guys up on deck, you can roll for initiative now, too.
4: Who's on our side?
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. This is going to be one hell of an initiative. 17.
4: Oh, boy. 19. Okay. 10.
0: Um, Okay. And then I know Norhill and Friends got pretty low numbers. Um... mm, 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 Okay. And so now. Okay. So at this point, at the top of the round, Kleeca's the first to act.
3: Yep. Klika thinks about something stupid for six whole seconds.
4: I mean, you heard
3: Anton (laughs) yell um, Norhill and begin to run. Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't take that. (laughs) I counted like a surprise round. Anton made it very clear something was happening.
3: Okay. uh, Clicking will start heading below deck towards where Norhill was then.
0: Okay. uh, The overall distance from where you are on the main deck to getting down there, or I I guess on the upper deck to getting down there, um, would probably be (laughs) Um, I'm thinking because you have to go down like two flights of stairs. I would say it's probably about 100 or so feet of movement to get down there.
3: All right. So I'll double move to cover 60 of it.
0: Okay. So at that point, you're just about at the entrance to the uh, the deck to go down below. Um, and as you are going down that way, again, you can see the rest of the crew kind of like shifting their, their positions and looking around. Uh, can I get an inside check from you real quick? Or I guess everybody above deck. 22.
4: Six. Very good.
0: Is that like twenty-two?
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. What did Jarzak get?
2: Sixteen.
0: Okay. So Jarzak and Anton can see as you're like starting to bolt it and go downstairs to go see whatever the fuck's going on uh you two are kind of noticing that the deck hands that are up here start to like look back and forth but not in a, like a, oh my god what's happening but like is it the time kind of look and Anton can tell very clearly as he sees a couple of people already reaching for hidden away daggers and things like that glass vials being pulled out and whatnot people seem to be assembling themselves already and as you guys are kind of making your way to go check on Norhill it looks like you may have stumbled into the belly of the beast without ever knowing it. So at this point, um, it goes to Jarzak. Unless, Klik- uh, that was it for Clico, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, so I noticed them
3: grabbing stuff. Oh shit, no, I have a bonus action. I'm going to blade. Okay.
0: And so Jarzak, yeah, you um, you did notice it. And this is the people on the deck? Yep, there's about 14 individual sailors up here. Uh, there's also the captain, the first mate, and then there's also uh,
2: Hyren, Yig, and Auk. Uh, with that, Jarzak's going to pull out his blade and uh, be like, uh, You guys friend or foe right now?
0: And at this point, the captain kind of looks around, you know, swinging his head left and right from the front here as he says, what's happening here? Mutiny? What do you mean? And the first mate you can see is giving a very devious look. And he says, I'm afraid we're more foe than friend if you wish to
2: pull your blade on us, boy. Okay. is going to attack Does whoever he can, whoever's. Can I attack the first mate? Uh, he would be on the complete
0: opposite side of the boat, so that's about 90 feet of movement to sprint your way over to there.
2: Um, okay, I will use my bonus action movement, uh, then my regular movement, and cast Armor of this.
0: So does that mean you're going to double move bonus action to be in base contact with them?
2: I can't do that and cast a spell. Oh, right, 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 right. I don't know why I, I completely... Te- technically, it's a part. double move still, but it I need, need three, so...
0: Okay, so you make it to pretty much the uh, main deck.
2: Yeah, I'm like 30 feet away from him.
0: If cool. he was 90. Okay.
2: And now uh, goes to Anton. Oh, uh, Jarzak's just gonna say, I don't want to fight you boys. We've been working good together all day.
4: Anton. In the center was he would you say he's more in like the center of the ship?
0: Yeah, you could make it below deck in about 45 feet.
4: But no, as you
0: as you as you begin to move though, as you're right before you start your action, as Darzak said it, a couple of the crewmates say, You really don't want to make this choice, dolphin boy. Trust me, the poison we're sticking this group with anybody who messes with us is lethal. You don't want any of it, just comply.
2: And tell, who me who we're,
0: tell me who we're fighting. And then with that, um, the first mate kind of like holding now a rapier at the ready. He aims it at the captain and he looks down at you with one finger at the ready and he says, listen, this doesn't have to be this way. Look, I'm being paid a really good price for just one of you. Okay? We're making a stop at Bone Break and that's it. I'm leaving one of you behind. I can leave the rest of you floating in the water if you'd like to. I have more than enough, as he kind of jingles his hand at one of his vest pockets. He says, more than enough poison to kill any great white shark in the water with a drop. I don't want to have to use it on the rest of you. Trust me, I don't want to have to kill you. But the price is too good for that one. And points over at Klika, who's just about to head down below deck. And he says, look, it can be easy or it can be hard
2: oh, yeah, I can help you grab her if you leave the rest of us alone. We don't really need that one. And he says, don't think I'm some kind of fool.
0: I've made it from a lot farther away than you think. That the captain, even hearing a shift in his voice, he seems to have kind of a weird look on his face, too. Very confused, as if like smelling something very strange and alien. You know what I mean? Like he's just got a look on his face like, wait, what the hell? Look, I just don't want to die. And he says, and I don't want to have to kill anybody. But that one, as he points down to clique he says, I've got quite a lot of gold riding on her head. I got a very important buyer, and I'm dropping her off at Bone Break in the prison.
2: Sounds good to me.
0: And so with that, he says, we've got quite a lot of interesting stuff to keep her in place. We know all about all of you. I've been given a lot of intel. And I come from somewhere, again, very far away. And you see a weird glimmer in his eyes. Something that's sort of otherworldly, yet something so familiar. And he says, but I'm afraid if I sense even a twinge of something wrong here, I won't feel bad to kill you. I don't want to. I really don't, Dolphin Boy. But I'll do it if I've got to.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want you to kill me either. That would be preferred on my part. So, yeah, you can, you can have her.
0: And with that, Hiren from the back of the boat, who is yet <laughs> to do anything at this point, shouts out and she says, I won't allow such a thing to occur. If you wish to work with them, you're an enemy of the Tome Guard and all that is right <laughs> in this world. And she pulls out her silvered blade and brandishes it from basically nowhere, almost pulling it out of like a pocket. You know, like some kind of a magician's trick. And she aims it at uh, Jarzak. Oh, and the, I don't know, anybody else means, is willing to
2: look at her. The Tome Guard means nothing to me.
0: <laughs> and so with that, she just says, then prepare to die like the rest of them. She says, if they
2: take her away, all is lost in this world. You have to believe me. No, I gotta look out for me. Uh, is Anton below deck already? No, I haven't been no.
4: tweeting yet!
2: So what's Anton <laughs> doing on his turn?
4: Anton's gonna yell, stop! And <laughs> cast fucking Vortex and cast a whirlpool with control water. And what say, I'm that? gonna sink this ship if this doesn't stop.
0: Hold on, how much power do you have in control water that you can sink the ship? 300
4: feet, God damn it! I have a lot of power here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're the one who is right-clicking and swishing it left and right. You all along, basically. And that, with that, the uh, first mate begins to pull out of his vest the single va- the single vial. And starts to reach for something else on his uh, vest, on the uh, inner pocket of one of his coats there. And seems to be pulling out something of like a small flute or a blowgun or something like that. As he seems to just, as he sees you getting ready to sink the thing, he's like, have it your way. So what would you like to do? Are you going to try to sink the ship?
4: Yeah. (laughs) No.
2: I'm there are zombie saying, sharks. I'm no. not saying
0: don't, but I don't think you can turn <laughs> all of the ocean.
4: that I, <laughs> I could do it, I have to have at least a 50 um I have to I have to have a body of water that's at least 50 square feet and 25 feet deep and I have a range of 300 feet.
0: I'm sorry. So you were trying to do the whirlpool one? Yes. Yeah, you definitely
4: have that.
0: Oh my yep. god! So you're trying to sink this ship? I mean, it's not going to sink the ship. The ship is much too big because the the
4: yeah, I'm more it, just like trying to. I stop mean, it's it definitely
2: going to keep it in place. With chaos. Chaos. Are, are we still <laughs> I mean, in zombie it's... shark water?
4: Most likely
0: okay i mean it's definitely enough to mess with the ship i don't want to i don't want to drop that part of this that like if you were to take a 50 foot square and drop it 25 feet like a vortex the boat will begin to go below water like the you know what i mean like the deck will be below the surface of the water and if you were to end that spell like it it would wreak havoc on the boat it's most certainly not going to end well for anybody but it's not going to just swallow the boat you know what i mean It'd be like if the ocean opened its mouth and like, what?
4: Anton's just trying to stop this whole thing in the best way he can think of. Chaos. They all want to be chaotic and do their own fucking thing? Fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, apparently Jarzak's (laughs) joining them. Yeah, (laughs) Jarzak's been rubbing off on Anton too much. Meanwhile, Norhill's getting his ass
2: stomped in the basement. Nobody's coming to stop it. Anton sinks the boat. Norhill's the only one on it. This, this is definitely a surprise to Jarzak. He was definitely expecting Anton to just rush down and help Norhill.
4: He doesn't see a point at this point, because he knows there's people down. He zooms there's people down here. There's people already attack up here. It's just going to be a fucking pain. Like, it's going to be hard. So he's just like this will grab everyone's attention. It's so not act like idiots.
0: So, are you going to cast it uh, on concentration and just kind of try to hold it so that the boat begins to swirl around and everything?
4: Yep. And then, now the moon's going to move like really weird across the sky.
0: <laughs> so, as the sun is setting and you get that nice brilliant purple and orangey hue across the skyline with all the clouds cotton candied across the sky. Uh, yeah, the the waters begin to all of a sudden rupture and swirl with great velocity, and the boat begins to lurch as everybody on deck gets a jaunt of, uh, of vertigo from the boat moving so suddenly all of a sudden, and yeah, it begins to slowly turn, and you guys can see the boat going lower and lower below the sea level in a matter of, like, seconds. Like, this thing's getting slurped down, and you can see the crew beginning to prep themselves, so... Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do, Anton? Maybe move?
4: Yeah, start to head below deck while keeping, like, a, like, keeping my symbol in the air and just kind of, like, uh, kind of like you do with, like, you're holding a bomb that's ready to go. You're holding it. Yeah, you
2: know. As (laughs) one does.
4: Yeah. (laughs) That's what I imagine he's doing.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay, so with the power of the illuminator, uh, you threaten us with terrorism. So now, um, it's a good first impression on the islands, I I promise. At least, dude,
4: I I was like, at least I didn't want to do like a light spell and really piss everyone off, so.
0: (laughs) No, we'll just sink the boat. Really make everybody on our side about it. Um, and so with that it, the crew begins their their march here, as tons of sailors begin to also pull out small vials from wraps, from bandanas, from coat pockets, from pant pockets, from in shoes. Small glass vials filled with a black greasy icker are pulled out, and they all begin to anoint blades. They begin to anoint nails on on uh, clubs. Some of them begin to anoint darts as they load them into like you know either like uh, slings or or uh, what's it called into uh, blowguns or whatever and people just begin to anoint their stuff knowing that anton has officially cast the first stone of threat these guys begin to just get ready to rock and as most of them uh are prepping their stuff the first mate pulls out his blowgun and just fires it across the deck aiming for apparently hiring on the other side so it's kind of hard to tell considering everybody else is already in a bit of chaos and hubbub and with that he hits her point blank in the chest and you see that the dart itself hits her no more menacing than a dart from, like, a game of darts. Um, but as it hits her, you see, like, a black sizzle of, of foam begin to form at the point. And she shrieks in agony, falls to her knees, and begins to, like, tear at her own skin trying to pluck this thing out. And in the moments that follow, the only way I can describe it without being overly morbid Uh, You see somebody's outsides become insides, and she begins to lose a lot of the formation of skin around the wound point and falls to the ground smoking in a heap. And with that, the first mate himself kind of shrieks back to everybody who's, you know, prepping themselves for battle, and he says, It doesn't have to be this way. I promise you, I will kill anybody who stands in my way. Don't make this difficult. That the captain himself kind of chimes in and he says, this is, this is madness. Why would you do such a thing? I've given you everything in this life. And he says, quiet old man, you've given me nothing. You're a fool of a first mate is back over in Bonebreak itself. You drunk fool, spending your time in the taverns with the rest of the pirates. You think these people don't know what you're up to? They think that you're honest and nice as well? Truly a benevolent, wonderful boat captain, willing to do anything for a price, right? Right. And he kind of gives a, a little knowing nod, almost in a blackmailish kind of way. Something he knows that the captain knows he knows. You know what I'm saying? And with that, the captain steps back, holding his hands up again,
2: defensively. I had a question. Are our allies uh, rolling into this initiative, too? They sure are okay
0: cool and so with that um the gang below I mean uh auk and Yidcalth uh, I guess being in the middle the deck where anton was uh, Yidd Kaleth grabs for the uh, for the railing here after the boat lurches really quickly Auk on the other side, on the other hand seems to be strong enough and of worthy fortitude that he just, I don't know, like stumbling over his own feet like a newborn fawn, just muscles his way over to a group of like three guys and starts to get ready to get into some fisticuffs and gets ready with some punching moves as his rocky fists begin to make contact with a couple of the crew's faces. Holy Moses. All right, well, I just double critted. I don't know how I managed two 20s at the same time, but yeah. So Awk just runs over and he says, You suck at playing stones! and just starts swinging mayhem and clocks one guy with an uppercut and hits him in the face. The second time with a a haymaker and just, you hear bones break and the guy flies aside 10 feet dead on the deck. Yidkalath on the other hand begins to prepare some daggers in hand as if ready to start tossing them at people. But she seems to be holding her ground in the mid deck defensively. So with that, yeah, Ox seems to be surrounded by about four other guys at this point. Um, and I guess that brings us to Norhill. So what would Norhill like to do below
1: deck? Uh, how you far can... away is Norhill from his weapons?
0: Uh, I imagine they'd probably be in a locked box under your bed or underneath the uh, the space that you've been uh, thrown up in.
1: Okay, so it's locked. Well, no, uh... I mean a
0: lock box, like just a footlocker, like just a, a chest that you keep your shit in.
1: Uh, I don't imagine
0: well, you would have locked it.
1: What kind of action would it take to uh, pull out the hook hammer?
0: Um, let's see. Because it would be like your free action to open the chest. I mean, I'll say that you can have it equipped uh, with an action. So you'll basically just like barrel roll your way over there and grab it out of the box while still laying prone on the ground. And I guess you could use the rest of your movement to stand up.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so with that, how many are... Um, standing in base to base with me uh when you do that it's still yeah. six okay uh so what i'm going to do is i'm going to uh action surge so that i can actually attack
0: sure i mean you'd actually be able to attack on this turn you barrel roll over there is like the five foot movement grab it out of the chest stand up with the half of your movement that's left or whatever and then you're good to swing on that turn
1: Okay, so I don't need to action surge dust to attack?
0: Nope, but you are poisoned. Um, Hey man, you chose seasickness, not me. I'll
1: tell you what, I'll give you inspiration. I I was going to ask what my penalty was for that, but I can't.
0: I'll actually, I'll give you uh, inspiration for fighting with the warbly legs below deck with the seasickness. You definitely didn't need to be seasick, and so I commend you for fighting a team of six dudes single-handedly below deck.
1: Okay, so the I'll use the inspiration to cancel out the, <laughs> uh, the disadvantage for being poisoned and make an attack against uh, just the closest one.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's gonna be a 16 to hit.
4: Okay. All right, and
1: I'm gonna turn that into a sweeping attack. Um, no so will a 16 hit one of the guys right next to him? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: That's so brutal! Just like stumbling, Norhill stepping his own mess on the floor and just swinging while wearing his little footy pajamas with the butt flap. All
1: right, let's see. Uh, so this blue die is going to be uh, the Spence superiority die. So let's see. The first guy is going to take. Uh, so the first guy is going to take sixteen points of damage. That's a kill. Uh, And then the guy right next to him is going to take three.
0: Okay. So you managed to clip that guy on the shoulder.
1: All right. Uh, Second attack, um, I'm going to attack the guy that I just clipped. Okay. Uh, This one, is this counted? uh, Like, well, what's my disadvantage here on the extra attack? What do you mean? So I used inspiration to cancel out the disadvantage on that first attack.
2: No, I'll still give it uh, this one for
1: this one too. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just wondering, because technically it's the same action. Sure. All oh, right. Uh, that one's going to be a 22 to hit. Is this another sweep? Yes. Okay.
0: I mean, that's a hit. And it, apparently it's a hit on the next guy too. Imagine you're going for the three damage guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, So the three damage guy is the primary target. Uh, He's going to be taking...
0: Like a lot of uh, dice.
1: He's going to be taking 15.
0: And a the guy right
1: next to him is going to take two. Okay. so
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. So that first guy is dead. So there's two dead below deck now.
1: Uh, These are... I I mean, I guess you can say that I can't say it retroactively after making all these attack rolls. But can these be non-lethal blows? Sure, sure. I mean, Norhill's got a history of non-lethaling people. Yeah, and especially because he doesn't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> He's just slamming in them in the face with like a 50-pound metal weight and like, but non-lethal. I'm just trying to graze their foreheads, you know? Just really uh, really jumble them up.
4: Yeah, and but, now
1: Norhill's going to action search. How many are left? Uh, five. Okay, yeah. So now Norhill's going to action
4: search. <laughs> uh, <laughs> These are all lethal
1: yeah. blows. And, uh, and attack again. Um, uh, the guy who just took two points of damage. Sure. Uh, let's see, that's going to be a 23 to hit.
0: Yeah, that's good, Anthony. Uh, with,
1: with a sweeping attack.
0: But the guy next to him is wearing super ultra plus four plate, so it definitely does not hit him. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. Uh, so let's see, that's going to be 17 uh, to the primary target and then seven to the guy standing next to him.
0: Okay, yeah. So that guy's dead and then the guy next to him is bloodied. So yeah, you're you're just wiping through this room. You've already cleared almost half of them and you just keep like doing one big swing and then the backhand of it to, to hit the other guy.
1: All right. And uh, last attack against the guy who just took seven. Okay. Uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit.
0: Yep, that's good.
1: And is there a guy next to him that I can turn this into a sweeping attack for?
0: Sure is. <laughs> Imagine you're just toward, you're just whirlwinding and just clipping dudes that keep walking forward.
1: Yep. Uh, that's going to be seventeen points of damage. Yeah, and then sure killed the fuck one out of the point to game. the guy right next to him. Okay, uh, so again, all really of this young. is non-lethal
0: naturally right because as you whirlwind through the masses down below deck sick and throwing up you're like well i made sure not to kill him when i did it you know just a couple broken legs and
1: arms and stuff and uh, i mean granted uh this is <laughs> that was almost all of my superiority dice so there's that <laughs>
0: So with that, the uh, crew below deck, all three of them begin to start swinging in at you with what appear to be poisoned blades and clubs with nails in them. And all three of the guys down there that are still left just start swinging willy-nilly at you. Your AC is still 10 down there.
1: Uh, So for the first attack, I'm going to spend a use of uh, warning maneuver as a reaction. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to uh, roll a D8. And my AC is now 14.
0: Okay. So he still hits you. Okay. And you're going to have right, to make a con uh, saving so, throw. Oh.
1: Uh, and I'm going to have uh, resistance to the damage for this attack.
0: Okay. And you're also going to have to roll con saving throw. All
1: right. uh, this is versus poison.
0: Uh, yep.
1: Oof. Uh, that was uh, a 1 and a 17 there. Uh, oh, well, so good. let's see. That is... Uh, tw- uh, hold on uh, yeah 23 sorry
0: all the wonder and power of math all right so you take uh, off the top uh and this is already have but 15 points of poison damage and the damage from the dagger that stabs you is a measly two points with resistance which i imagine if you were wearing armor would just be zero
1: Yes, uh, but unfortunately, I am not worried.
0: Okay, and that's it for the crew below deck, and now the crew that are above deck uh, start kind of mockingly shouting at Auk, who seems to be all by himself over there, and Yggalath seems to shout out in dismay and fear for his life, and just starts yelling and says,
4: Auk, watch out!
0: They have the blades! The poison! And with that, he just keeps kind of darting back and forth between their blades, but... Uh, let's see how well he can dodge poison blades and stuff.
1: Uh, by the way, Norhill is officially bloodied.
0: Oh, good. I was hoping that might be my, uh, my little perk here. Um, so, Oc- Oh, boy. So, Oc gets stabbed a couple times uh, from the group over there, and he does not save against the poison. And you begin to see that steaming black mist rise from his wounds as well. Oh boy. You know that feeling when you kill a character that was actually kind of fun?
4: Man, how many people are going to die tonight? Wait, what? How many people are going to die tonight?
0: Well, you guys chose to play the Whirlpool game. (laughs) So with that, Auk is brutally wounded and looks to be savagely bloodied as he's peppered with two stabs and the poison seems to be just like ripping through his rocky flesh and misty black smoke seems to rise from it and Yigkele screams out in um, dismay for it to stop uh, so now it goes to the top of the round to Klikka
3: okay is Hiran dead?
0: She most certainly is, as she lays there with almost like a cannon hole in the side of her chest where she was shot by the arrow. I mean, the uh, the bolt. I mean, the dart. It had to be one of them.
4: Mm.
0: Ironically, not the cannonball.
3: Okay. Uh, I think Clique is going to look around and then say... Klica's going to go and get her friend. And then when she comes back, she's going to kill every single one of you. And then I will use Dimension Door to go down to Norhill.
0: Norhill's busy swinging like a Tasmanian devil. Clips <laughs> Oh, Sorry. Okay, so you're going to Dimension Door down there. Mm-hmm and then what
3: uh convert uh i think all of my first level spells into sorcery points jesus
0: okay how many sorcery points is that four
3: dang okay so what are you doing next That's it. That was my action and my bonus action. Uh how close did I get to Norhill with the dimension door? I imagine you're standing right next to him. The crew cabin is not very large. So you're you're basically standing in the
0: throw-up.
1: Okay. (laughs) And luckily Norhill hadn't had anything to eat today. Uh so (laughs) it's just like bile, it's not too bad. That doesn't
4: make it any better. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Luckily.
0: (laughs) Okay. And so with that, um, now it goes to Jarzak. So Jarzak, you can see there's still four crew that are stabbing in wildly at Auk. You can see Yggalath with a very desperate look on her face as she seems to be like almost beckoning for you or somebody to do something about it. You see the first mates loading up his blowgun to drop another dart down there, hoping to hit Anton, who's probably taking cover right now. And the captain seems to be defensively standing there doing absolutely nothing, cowering in fear.
2: See, I told you you should have let me help you catch her. She's a wily one. <laughs> and with that, Jarzak's going to move <laughs> 30 feet closer to the first mate, which is now in contact with them, and mm-hmm. use my Hexblade's curse on them and attack. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Um, All right. Go ahead and roll.
4: What you got, boy? Uh,
2: Natural one. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right. So
0: with the hex curse on him, he he clearly seems to be... uh, You know, a (laughs) 13. Wait, what do you mean a 13.
2: You know, total. You added 12? (laughs) The curse adds to my roll. To the the attack?
0: Yeah. Shit. All right. Well, fuck it. It didn't hit. It
2: it is damage only. You got me. I was
0: going to say, anything that has to attack in this game is OP to begin with. But the point is, uh, he takes a step back as you approach and casts the curse on him. So... With that, he, he takes a quick step back and he says, listen, I saw your work on deck and I know an expert when I see one. It doesn't have to be like this. You can help me, okay? I'll split it with you. 20,000 gold pieces for you. Give me the girl and you can have your half. 20,000 gold shared in diamonds, emeralds, rubies, and sapphires. I'll give you safe passage back or you can head with me to the Aether Rim. Look, it doesn't have to be this way. Start a new life. Who needs them? This war will end up profiting all of us who are smart enough to walk the middle line. He kind of looks around your gear and everything to you, and he says, it seems like you've gotten enough from these
4: guys. It's time to move on. You know what? Uh, I think you might be right. It's
0: like the prices, right? Where you're—I mean, the what's it called? The uh, like a game show when you take the money and run. You're like,
2: "Man, I'm going to take the twenty thousand gold pieces and abandon my party." <laughs> but Dolphin Boy has more honor than that, and I attack. <laughs> Shit! All right. Uh, so with that, um, you already got the one and the thirteen,
0: right? Are—are are you allowed a second attack? You are, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you advantage for that last bit there
2: as you feel emboldened by the blade. Uh, 17 to hit. That's good. Uh, Where's my damage? Where's my dang
4: damage? Where's my damage? Where's my hat? Uh...
2: That is 15 damage.
4: Shoot? Okay. And so with
0: that, he is heartily wounded by it, and you can see that his armor, his very, very light mithril armor that he has beneath his shirt, uh, seems to be sliced open quite ajar as he sliced it in at his ribs, leaving him very much so exposed in his armor, dropping his AC. Um, so now, uh, is that it for your turn? Uh.
2: Yeah, Drezek's just gonna whisper so only he can hear. Just, I'm gonna enjoy this. <laughs> just give him a give him a, a creepy smile. <laughs> His face as he looks at you, grinning back
0: for a second, being like. <gasps> And he grins back. His face mutates and morphs into a look that takes you back to the underdwellings of the Halls of Silver and Steel and looking before you is some sort of alien creature with a molded face that can only be described as some sort of shape-shifting alien critter. And as it shifts back to a face with a little mustache, (laughs) it shifts a little bit more to have Jarzak's eyes. And he says, I don't want to have to do this. <laughs> in Jarzak's voice. <laughs> and I going to like this. The captain himself is like... <clears throat> um, so now, uh, it goes to Anton's turn. Uh, I imagine you're still holding the boat in spinny-spinny Whirlpool Town?
4: Yeah, how far am I from Auckland?
0: Uh, I imagine you ran to the other side of the deck to be in the doorway to go downstairs, and that way you could be out of the range of the first mate. uh, okay. Auk, uh however, is at this point about 30 feet away.
4: Okay. Um, I'm just trying to see which spell might be more useful right now. I don't know if it'll help.
0: Either <laughs> Fireball! <or I'm> <laughs> just no, fucking... no,
4: I do want to try to see if I could do something other than just like the whole healing word
0: i mean he looks like he's like bleeding out of his eye socket like he is not doing well at all like auk is disintegrating before you guys
4: shit then i'm just gonna run over to him i have an idea
0: okay so you run over to him Uh,
4: i'm just gonna have the spell revivify ready the what spell the Revivify, it's the you touch a creature, it's die within one minute, and they return with one hit point.
1: Does so, that have a material component?
4: Oh, shit, it fucking does.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say, whats it, it seems like it would be more practical just to heal him rather than bring him back from the dead, but... No. <laughs> I
4: don't know if he's gonna just drop dead right now! <laughs> Never mind, I don't have... Wait, do I actually have diamonds for 300 gold pieces?
2: Let, I let don't know. Check, do you? Let me check the bags. <laughs> you... you probably don't, but
0: I'm. <laughs> Jarz like just has one laying around, <laughs> just like oh, this old thing.
4: No, I just got queens. What? I don't think I have.
0: I don't know <laughs> why when you said coins, it sounded like you said queens, but it was like <laughs> I got
4: queens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, in this world we deal in queens.
4: No, There's I no... don't. Never mind all right so well
2: we do not have any work
4: that much i'm just gonna cast um i don't know how much how good it'll do but if i can't easily run over to him i'll at least want to cast um healing word
0: i mean you you can get into base contact with him no problem
4: oh i didn't know if i was entering uh because there were four other guys around him right
0: yeah But you can stand behind him or approach next to him. It's a little bit more fluid. I'm not doing like a spaces kind of thing right now. So if you want, you could cast Cure Wounds on him.
4: Okay, I'm going to cast it as a third level spell.
0: Cool. Because For all intents and purposes, he has taken us a, a battering. His health is in single digits and teetered on the rule of me killing him outright.
4: I get to roll
0: three <laughs> What do we got? Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, well, with a thirteen, he seems to be healed a little bit more. And Auk turns to you and he says, We gotta go! <laughs> he just gives
4: him a nod and says, We gotta find a boat. Another boat.
0: Another boat. Like, well, Moon's cool. gonna pass by here at some point. Yeah, we
4: got to no, go, we gotta find like a dinghy and get out of
0: here. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm sure the sharks appreciate the dinghy boat. It's kind of like going to like a seafood restaurant. You get that little paper boat with your little clam roll in it.
4: Yeah, with a clam roll.
0: <laughs> I mean Anton has been the soda can getting shotgunned too many times in this campaign. <laughs> now you're a can of tuna. But yeah. um, okay, <laughs> uh is that it for your turn?
4: Yeah, that should be it.
0: Um, So now uh, it goes to uh, Auk, Yig, and the rest of the group on the deck. So at this point, the captain, after noticing the weird vocal change in uh, the first mate there, uh, Jarzak, you can tell the captain kind of like lowers his hands a little bit and gives you a nod as if he's planning on doing something as well. And you see him pull out a jeweled dagger from his hip and rushes forward to stab this guy in the back. And with a sneak attack, oh, he got a fumble. And luckily we got advantage, right, boys? Like, this is uh, working out okay. So he stabs in, and at the last second, the first mate steps back and steps, like, aside. And the captain almost, like, falls over in his old manishness as he's on the spinning boat and misses terribly. The uh, first mate seems to recover very quickly from this and prepare to kill either one of you with a swift stab. The uh Auk, on the other hand, seeing Anton approach quickly, uh Auk basically picks you up real quick with a feat of strength that's very alarming and just scoops you up and moves at like half speed 10 feet away and continues to just like bowl move back over to yakalath And yakalath at this point has four daggers in hand in between individual reptilian fingers and she just full on gambit style just starts card tossing daggers towards the crew as they start chasing after both you and Auk, and as she flings them over so deviously so whoo she got a crit on one of them
4: uh nice
0: Uh, the daggers don't even leave her fingers. They leave misty poofs in her hands, and you see individual bloody splatters form on the chests of the crew on the other side, and three of them fall to the ground dead, with daggers not even in their wounds, and instead they poof back into her hands, clutched in the same individual fingers, as if returning spectrally, traveling through space and time, invisibly so. And she yells to you guys, and she says, I don't trust it. There may be more. Bring bring him below deck. And at this point, it goes to... Mm, oh, I forgot. First mate. How could I forget him? All right, so with his fancy little rapier here, he swings in once for Jarzak. What's your armor class? You ain't got nothing on me.
2: 16. Oh, boy.
0: Let's see if I got you.
2: He's just trying to taunt him, so he stays focused on him, hopefully. <laughs> Okay. So with that, uh, I scored a hit.
0: Can I get a con saving throw? Uh
2: that would be a 7. Oh,
0: oh boy. You know, there's moments in a game as a DM when you can fudge things. And then there's times where the player's roll and they know what they got and you cannot fudge things anymore. Um Oh boy okay so we got uh 14 26 32 points of damage including the poison and the stab and the sneak attack
2: (laughs) (laughs) told you how did he sneak attack me
0: well you see our good friends the swashbuckle and variety of rogues can sneak attack pretty much fucking anybody so long as they're the only one targeting them right don't
1: we love Mm. that rule right i remember when i first read that i was so fucking confused i was like so wait you always get sick
0: like well as long as you're the coolest one in deck what are you oh okay i thought he was reading up on the thing i thought i thought jared was trying to rule lawyer me on this one and be like actually fool read, read the rule no not but me. now he stabs in at the captain instead and as he does he says old man he says You will die, but your secrets will not. They will all know about what you've done and how you've helped me. And stabs in at the captain. And the captain, uh, if you can imagine, does not save against the poison as well. Uh, Let's hope for the best for Capitan. But you didn't even hurt
2: me, and now you turn your back to me?
0: I don't think it's going to work at this point. So he stabs him square in the chest and he, the captain clutches, drops the dagger to the ground and it sticks in perfectly like a knife hit in warm butter. And he falls to his knees, not dead, but savagely wounded and in guttural pain. The uh, first mate twists the blade with a crunching grinding sound as if somebody trying to like shave a bone and you hear him like wrench in, in, in pain over this. And again, the first mate turns back to Jarzak. But now it's Norhill's turn. And you're standing there with Kliga below deck.
1: And there are how many of those guys left?
0: Uh, down below deck, there's only three of them.
1: Okay. Uh, Norhill is going to maneuver around so that he has flanking with Kliga. Okay. And I'm going to strike one of them. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 19 to hit. Nice. And this is a regular hit. So let's see, that is 16 points of damage. That's a kill. All right, and the second attack, um, does this other one still have flanking or... Today? Yeah, I'll give it to you. That, okay. Uh, the second attack is only going to be a 11, though. Okay.
0: Uh, that's still a kill. I mean, wait, sorry, that was the the, the attack, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, no, that's not a hit.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Sorry, you took me off guard with that. I was like, there's a lot of people down there who've gotten a lot of collateral damage from you.
1: Yeah, uh, but that was only an 11 hit, so that's a miss. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bonus action, second so wind.
0: As is. All right.
1: Uh, to get 12 hit points back.
0: And so now the one and only guy who's still left below deck, he. uh At this point, he starts kind of looking around at both Norhill and Klika, who have him cornered down here, and with his club in hand, with a little knife sticking out of it, with a little dripping of black ichor, he says, Don't make me use this! I promise you! I'll kill you dead, both of you!
1: I'd like to see you try. You couldn't even take down one unarmored dwarf. (laughs) I think you should just surrender.
0: Roll, uh, Roll an Intimidate or a Persuasion.
1: 21 intimidation.
0: He drops it to the, to the ground and he kneels and he says, they're not dead, are they? They'll live. <laughs> Except for that guy. There's just one like, just smooshed. <laughs> it's just like, kind of a little extra on that guy. Or that, he just puts his hands behind his head and he looks to the ground at the pile of bodies here and just begins to kind of shake and quiver. Uh, above deck, the one and only left crewman uh, starts running over to Yig-Kalith, uh, Auk, and Anton, and swings in with his little stabby knife at Auk's back. And that's a hit. Of course it is. Wouldn't that just be the case? <laughs> I mean, don't worry, Auk managed to stave off much of the effect of the the poison. Um, taking only the half here, which is still remarkable. Um... Okay, so yeah, he basically had all the healing that was given to him reversed, and he almost drops Anton, but with his bullish strength, manages to keep you up and say, I'm gonna have to put you down.
4: (laughs) Gets on his feet. So now it goes to Klika.
3: Okay, I'm gonna grab... Norhill, like, put my hand on him. And then Dimension Door, uh, quicken spell, Dimension Door back up onto the deck.
0: Jesus. Okay. So Norhill finishes giving that guy the stinky
3: fist, and then all of a sudden just flies up onto the top deck. like, I'd like to put us where I last remember Jarzak being, I guess. Okay, and that was in the middle of the main deck.
2: It was 30 feet away from the first mate. Indeed. Yeah, and then I'm
3: going to run over and stab the first mate with my Shadow Blade. Of
0: course you will. And what
3: does Shadow Blade do? (laughs) You're like 24. (laughs) But okay, so go ahead and stab in. That's a 19 to hit. I'll give you the flank too. Yeah, I took it. Okay, well, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, it's is it nighttime anyway, or dusk or whatever? It sure is. Yeah, so I would have had advantage because of Shadow Blade, so it's fine. Oh, fair enough. Alright, and uh, Klikit does 18 damage to him. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be the end of my... Actually, I'm going to use Fury the Small and uh, do an extra 7. So 25 total. Okay. And that'll so be the he, end of my turn.
0: He definitely looks brutally wounded at this point.
2: Um, so now um, it goes to Jarzak. Okay, Jarzak's going to cast Branding Smite and attack
4: you're gonna brand him what are you gonna brand him with <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I just
0: yeah he's gonna brand him he pulls out his hot poker <laughs> with his family's signy on it and just
2: I'm gonna brand him with the symbol of the light
0: no, we're not branding it with anything.
1: Yeah, the branding smite has to hit first.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay.
2: What do we got? Now yeah. that you have advantage, apparently. Yeah, and I'm going to attack with Green Flame Blade as well.
0: Okay, good. Anything else you want to tag on there? Maybe whipped we'll cream and <laughs> a cherry on top?
4: <laughs> it doesn't Jar Jarzak was here. Was his forehead or something. <laughs> okay,
2: and I attack again. Uh... Uh, we have advantage, right? A 12 to hit? Yeah, you do have advantage. Attack. So 12 on the first attack. That's a miss. Uh, crit on the second attack. That doesn't
0: keep the spells over, does it?
2: Uh, The branding lasts until you hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That makes sense. But the
0: green flame didn't? No. Okay. All right. Situation critical. What do we got?
3: He also has Booming Blade on him. Just.
4: (laughs) You you know, you have to
3: tell me this stuff. You can't
0: just tag that
2: in afterwards. Uh, It's 13 plus
0: 33. Where the fuck did 33 come from this, mate? Plus
2: three, yeah, because it's a crit. Okay, so it's 49. Yeah, 49 damage. Well, fucking
0: shit. So what does that look like? He's not dead, but I at least want an image
2: if you're going to go tagging all these spells together. I mean, like, that's it. That's all my spells, though. <laughs> I can't do that ever again until a short. I mean, it
0: fucking uh, <laughs> worked. He's just about dead.
2: Dang it. It Really didn't kill him? Could have healed myself? No,
0: he's close, though. Jeez, uh, I mean, he went from bloody to fucking almost
2: out. Uh... Uh, imagine just his sword starts like, it's like this outer glow of like this kind of red flame. Okay. And then he just slashes into him. Okay.
0: Using the weakened spot on his armor as is, you manage yeah. to strike into the same spot, and you feel emboldened by the blade, and his armor class drops again as you pretty much sunder the armor in the front of his chest and it just flaps open like a butt flap on pajamas in the front, leaving a very exposed belly. Um,. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right. At this point, the first mate takes a step back—not an actual distance step, no booming blade here—and um, as he takes like a little like shudder backward, he says, "Please." He says, "Don't kill me. I know way too much for you to want to kill me like this. I promise you, I'm worth it for the information. You have a lot of eyes on your back." And a lot of people crossing the sea just to come say hi. Maybe I can help redirect him for a price.
2: And we'll take care of him just like we're going to take care of you.
0: And with that, he just looks at you with a look of fear. Again, in the first maid's visage, but his eyes have a weird alien glimmer to them as if he's quivered enough that his real form is showing for a second. Uh, it goes to Anton.
4: There wasn't that other.
0: There sure was.
4: There was okay. How far? How far am I? Like, am I on my feet now, or is like? Yeah, is you're I... in. You're
0: in base contact on your feet. Okay. I I fireball gonna... him. <laughs>
4: no, that's a little bit extreme. Just a
0: smoldering gonna... hole in the middle of the deck now. Like, oh, still spiraling around like a toilet bowl. <laughs> like,
4: I was just gonna try to hit him with um. Uh, burning hands. Damn. That'd okay. Be like, like the like the least bad of my fire spells.
0: Yeah, I mean, so- it may not end as well for you as you might think. Literally, this whole place is flammable. But hey, if you're willing to take that risk, I'm sure it won't go anything like uh, what happened with the uh, the Shendel grip. If you remember I don't that really, fight.
4: Do we really have or- any other like non-flammable spells?
3: I mean, you could smack him in the head. I'm pretty sure Scorching Ray won't have collateral. That's true.
4: Really? hmm
3: Because you're aiming at individual
0: targets, whereas this other one's just but, like, shooting off fireworks. Cl- hmm?
4: You said he's in... You said yeah, I so
0: base... yeah, so you'll take
3: a disadvantage on the ranged attacks against him, but you have, like, three, don't you?
4: Yeah, I do have three.
3: Yeah, or you could take a step back and just take the attack of opportunity because it probably won't down you. Yeah, he's just got the poison blade. So if he does hit you, it's it just, you know.
4: I, I'd i rather take...
3: It was only 32 Shoot. damage to Jarzak.
4: I'd rather take the disadvantage. I already almost died once like a couple years ago. I'm not dealing with that again. <laughs> uh, one second, I haven't Oh god, I get to shoot four raids.
0: Would you hurry up? He's got like 10 health. Roll one of them and kill him.
4: I'm trying. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Stop here. Is oh that you got was that a disadvantage? Was that a
0: disadvantage, Ronnie? Uh no, <laughs> it
4: was not. <laughs> that was a like
0: So the eight misses rolled the next one at disadvantage. I'm Uh, I'm going to kill somebody.
4: 19.
0: Okay, yes, for the love of God, do the damage.
4: Okay.
0: Oh, you killed him. He's dead. I
4: didn't do anything yet.
0: Oh, right. Sorry. I just assumed.
4: Uh, Five points of damage.
0: Oh my God! Okay, so he's still alive. Oh God, no we roll the at next at one. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
0: sixteen. Uh, yes. Roll the damage and kill him.
4: Okay, he is very
0: dead. He died so hard that we go straight into the next person's turn. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So yeah, is that it for your turn? Can't you shoot the last one off at the other person?
4: Oh shit. Wait.
0: Should just I? shoots the first mate from the main deck and just. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I? I think I
4: should. Just
0: kill steals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm gonna do and it. with like
0: the reflex of last Let's shot see it too. Works.
4: See it works.
0: Well, luckily his
2: uh, armor class dropped too, and it's not at disadvantage.
4: Twenty-two. Uh, nope.
2: Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs>
4: Six points of damage.
0: Okay, so he gets laser beams. He's not dead, but he shrieks in pain as he's <laughs> torched up from down below deck. He's like, "What?" And it goes to uh, the crew, but the crew are all dead or ashamed down below deck in a pile of bile. Um And then Klika is top of the round.
3: Okay, Klika is going to. And I will say this
0: much. The first mate seems to have like submitted for what it looks like.
3: Yeah, Kuka doesn't care. Uh yeah, I'm just gonna attack with Shadow Blade, Bumming Blade. Combo okay. again. 24 to hit.
2: Yeah, that's that's it.
3: 23 damage.
2: Yeah, so he dies. How,
3: what does it look like? Klicka just like I guess he he's probably looking at Jarzak after that branding smite combo, or down at Nor uh Anton Anton yeah after yeah laser beamed. So Klikka's just gonna like just get behind him and just push the shadow blade through his spine into his heart.
0: Okay, and as you do, he begins to mutate and morph back into his strange alien-looking self and begins to kind of warble a little bit in his death throes. And from a mouth that you can't see over, like, like just a weird, glazed, slimy-looking, clammy skin over his face, he seems to tremble out and say, It's already too late. They are going to get you. And he falls to the ground with a thump. And as the captain gains himself off the floor, bleeding and wounded terribly, uh, as much as pretty much everybody else, except for fucking Yig and Anton, apparently, um, the uh, captain grabs his dagger out of the ground, pulling it out with a pring noise. And as he stands up and looks you guys all over and he says, the entire crew is gone.
1: I spared the ones on the lowest, Jack.
0: And he says... I can't I can't man this boat by myself and I don't think any of you maybe dolphin boy are really equipped to help me get to Azcabellum. What are we supposed to do with the crew below deck
1: trust them
4: uh... well, I was
1: going to turn them over to you I suppose it would be your decision as the captain
2: They attempted to mute me I mean, fear for their life is a good motivator to keep them in line.
0: Until you fall asleep.
2: I'm I afraid don't... we may need to find another crew. Kleika
3: Kleika thinks we should throw them all to the sharks.
2: <laughs> I'm okay with that, Kleka. Let's go get them. <laughs> Fucking...
3: And then with
0: that, he says, No, no. There's been too much bloodshed. It's a devil's omen to do such a thing. I won't have it. And I certainly won't be feeding them. We can turn them over to authorities. It's the right thing to do. But I'm afraid, as he kind of looks over the deck in the distance, you guys can see in the moonlight that there's pretty much nothing out there. He says, If we're to get any crew to get to Ascabellum, we're going to have to stop. And he turns back to you guys, bone break, and see who we can manage. It's an inhabited island, not as much by the undead as you'd think, but it is certainly a pit filled with some of the worst scum on the earth. We'll head that way. Rally the crew down below deck. We set sail for Bone Break. And that's where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in, and if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at YoungBrogNard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep
1: things...